Welcome back and thank you for listening to my podcast. Today we're going to talk about the idea of enough. And what I mean by enough is not pursuing those things that don't really bring you satisfaction, don't really bring you joy, and aren't important in your life. They're just increments, they're status, they're they're a week or two of feeling good about something, they're caused by advertising, they're, they're not what you have spent your time for and not what is worth your time. So today's subject answers the question, how can you restrain yourself from pursuing all that stuff that is being advertised to you, all that stuff that you are chasing, all that stuff that you are focusing on, all that stuff that your neighbor is looking for. And our example is going to be Alice. Alice buys a car. It's it's a perfectly good car. Let's say perhaps it is a, a Toyota. Uh, it gets her where she's going. It is presentable. It's been washed often enough that it, it isn't embarrassing. Um, In other words, it's a car that meets her needs fairly precisely and doesn't do much more than meeting her needs. It's not sporty, it's not quick, but it is transportation with that amount of comfort that that she can endure fairly well to get to work. Uh, Diane, on the other hand, buys a sports car, and her sports car is, is exciting. It's got some color, it's got some style, uh, and it happens to cost twice what Alice's car cost her. So the question is this, and it's a question we confront throughout our lives. Should we spend our time and our resources on that increment of stylishness, on that increment of speed, of sportiness? Um, And noticing that the price is twice as much, let's make it simple and let's say, should we spend two times the attention on the car that we would have if we just met our needs? And here's where things get complicated because the answer isn't simple. It isn't a no and it isn't a yes. It's a question of what you value and what you get out of that increment. If you happen to be a person who loves cars, if you want to drive fast, if that's very important to you, if you feel that you are intimately uh, connected to your car in some way, if your status is completely dependent on the quality of that car, then you should be getting that car. There's no question about it. And as you can tell, this is a, a, a already getting to be a, a fairly complicated question. We can also maybe approach the question from the long and short-term view. Is a car a long-term purchase? Yes, it probably is. You're going to use that car for years, most likely, possibly decades. And that makes it a purchase that you can invest more into. Uh, A short-term purchase might be, for example, a plane flight. And then the argument would be, why fly first class for two or three times the ticket price? Why not stay back in economy and save that money? After all, your flight is unlikely to be more than 10 hours. So, but that doesn't help us all that much either, because you might have some very good reasons to be up in first class. You might be flying with someone you urgently need to impress. You might need to make a presentation when you land and first class can allow you to sleep. There might be a number of reasons why you would validly want to be in that first class. So again, no simple answers. Uh, and if there were simple answers, you wouldn't be listening to this particular episode. You'd already know why it is that you're spending the time the way you're spending the time. What you're facing is what what 
is called popularly the hedonic treadmill. That is, you get a pleasure, uh, uh, you want more, so you get more pleasure, and, and you spend your whole day not satisfying the needs and the deeply satisfying personal connections that, that are available in life. Instead, what you're doing is, is pursuing the next pleasure, and then the next one, and the next one. And you find that you're working harder and harder just to satisfy this series of pleasures and get a bigger and faster car and then a bigger and faster car and a bigger and faster car. And you're missing out on what maybe you experienced when you were young. Maybe when you were 20, you had a car that wasn't amazing. Maybe it wasn't even any good, but you were happier. Uh, and, and, uh, and that's because you were allocating your time to things that produced it, more happiness to you. So, since this whole subject is complicated, you could take a piece of paper and you could make this very complicated graph or, or diagram or table and say this decision takes this much resources and gives me this much pleasure. And you could really spend a lot of time and, and you probably should do that anyway because some of the pleasures in your life do value examining. So you, you should spend time looking at them. But you're not really going to get an answer to this. And and the idea of enough isn't simple enough. Uh, uh, it doesn't give you a clear line. It doesn't say, do this and don't do that. And I can't give you answers either because I'm not you. I, I value different things than you do. Everybody else does also. Everybody's answers to these questions has to be individualized. So that would be the first thing you probably have to do here is, is sit down and actually think, does that new car really give me the value that I think it gives me? Does that big house give me the value that I think it does? Do these new shoes, this new suit, what is the amount of need that I get out of this particular product? What is the amount of pleasure that I get out of it? To what extent is it positional? That is, to what extent does it make me feel good because it makes me feel richer than my neighbor? Now, if you want a simple answer, a simple answer might be to imagine yourself merely satisfying your needs. Get the car that you need, get the clothes that you need, and by need, I mean the very minimum to maintain your income, maintain your relationships, maintain your lifestyle. The minimum. Not more than that, not better than that. Get away with as little as you can get away with. And draw some kind of mental picture of that or make some list of what that is. That's what you need. And then increment on top of that. Say, okay, I want the car. Let's talk about what the car is. I want the house. Let's talk about what the house is. Or possibly spend some time just satisfying those needs. Because what you may find is that the things that you need might not only be the things that you need so that you can maintain your lifestyle. They might also be the things that really produce value in your life. They might be the friendships and the relationships that are extremely important to you. They might be the work that satisfies you deeply. So instead of going at this from a valuing and balancing, saying, well, my car is worth more than my house or my clothing is worth more than my shoes, how about instead going at it from the what is the core that I must have, the core that is really producing value in my life. Imagine spending half the time that you spend. Where would you spend that time? Imagine spending half the money that you spend. What would you spend that money on? If you went through some catastrophe, like what we happen to be going through right now with the, with, with the coronavirus crisis, and your income were dramatically reduced, what would you spend it on? That Those might be the things that are giving you the return in your life, those might be the things where you should be focusing on your attention. 
that you should be focusing your attention on. And if you stop and think about it, maybe those other things, those, those upgrades, those positional goods, those things you want to show off to your neighbors, maybe they're not actually worth having. Now, what will happen if you don't do what we talk about in, in today's episode? You'll continue to spend your time and get some amount of return, and, and maybe you'll have an exciting car, and maybe you'll enjoy it for a couple of weeks, and maybe you'll have some fancy suits and some fancy dresses. So, But it will be business as usual. Your attention will be going to places that you didn't really carefully consider. In other words, you won't be spending your focus and your attention as well as you could. And focus and attention is how you create happiness. Where you put your time and attention is where you get the rewards of happiness. Thank you.